Blog Talk Radio. A pleasant good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome back to another edition of Chatting with Rabbi Mike. Well, if, if you're a regular follower, you've noticed that we did a little switcheroo this morning. We changed the music up a little bit. We did that intentionally, and Rabbi Mike is going to explain that to you and what's going on. So let's go ahead and say good morning to Rabbi Mike. Good morning there, Robert, Rabbi Mike. Good morning, Etienne. How are you? Fine, thank you, sir. Fine, thank you. So, what's, uh, what's uh, with the music? What's going on in this season? So, the music is a particular song that we chose because starting this Sunday evening uh-huh. will be a special holiday called Sukkot, S-U-K-K-O-T, Sukkot. And Sukkot uh-huh. is a harvest festival, and that's what we're going to be talking about in today's show. So, the song that you heard this morning... It was a song mm-hmm. called Chag, Chag Asif, which literally means Harvest Festival. Oh, and, okay. And the words in Hebrew are Chag Asif, Chag Asif, Ken Yorbe, Vechen Yosif, which means Harvest Festival, Harvest Tide, may it multiply and prosper. Oh. And then there's this, there's some words, Besadeh Chalaf Katsir, Uvakerem Tam Batsir, Veata Imbo Chashtav, which means in the field the harvest is done, in the vineyard the grapes are gathered, and now with autumn in the air, let's rejoice in song, it's harvest tide. So that's really what uh, that song is about. And I thought it was nice uh, to add it in because that's really what uh, Sukkot is about. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Very good, very good, yes. Okay, well, it's all yours. Go ahead and open up with your prayer, please. Certainly. Uh, The prayer that we say to begin our radio show each week is I offer thanks to you, ever-living God, that you have restored my soul to me in mercy. How great is your trust. Amen. Okay. Thank you, so, okay, great. so let's talk Sukkot. Okay, go ahead. All things Sukkot so, today. Okay, let's talk Sukkot today. So Sukkot, uh, which will begin on Sunday, uh, evening at, uh, at sundown. Uh, Sukkot, mm-hmm. the Hebrew word itself, means booths or huts. So you, mm-hmm. you can refer to it as the festival of booths or huts. And 
This is the Jewish festival of the fall harvest, as we talked about. Now, as we've spoken about a couple times in our show so far, we remember that all Jewish holidays, and honestly a great deal of other holidays and other religions, are really centered around agriculture, the harvest festivals and the uh, solstice and things like that. You know, it's not a... Uh, From the Christian perspective, it's not a coincidence, right, that Jesus was born at the winter solstice and died exactly around, you know, Passover in the spring. You know, these are um, these are particular agricultural ideas, and the same thing um, is is for Jewish holidays. Um, And right now we are entering the harvest, and so that is really why we are celebrating our high holidays because before there was. Uh, religion as we know it today, religion yes. revolved around the seasons. It revolved around agriculture because there were sacrifice involved. There were crops and farming, and everything had to do with praying to God for these things. And so everything yes. came down to agriculture. Wow. Yes. So Sukkot also is a commemoration of the 40 years that Jews wandered in the Midbar, in the wilderness, uh-huh. after the giving of the Torah at Mount Sinai. We know the story of how uh, the golden calf, you know, happened, and so Moses came down, and it was a whole big mess, and so the Jews uh, had to wander, the Israelites rather, had to wander around the Midbar, the wilderness. The word for wilderness is Midbar, um, and it's sometimes mistaken as desert. We don't know if it was a desert, but it's just a wilderness. Uh-huh. So that they could cleanse out the, that generation. And Sukkot is celebrated five days after Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur, by the way, begins tonight at sundown. It really oh, stuck okay. up on us. Yes. Uh, and uh, five days from Yom Kippur will uh, will be at the fifteenth month of T- the fifteenth day of the month of Tishrei, um, as we're in the month of Tishrei. And uh, that's what that's when Sukkot begins. Uh-huh. And Sukkot is also called Zman Simchatenu. Uh, it's called the season of our rejoicing. So we're after Yom Kippur, we're done fasting, we're done being, uh, you know, very solemn, and we're gonna actually party a little bit. We're gonna rejoice a little bit. It'll be it'll be really really nice. So let's um, let's give a little bit of uh, history for you about what Sukkot is, and then we'll talk about what we do. That's the okay. code and what you might see Jews do all over the world. So okay, you're going to have a little party. Begin. Yeah, we're going to have a big party. <laughs> you will see. It's actually amazing what you'll see if you walk yeah. around the world starting from Sunday, and it's a seven-day festival mm-hmm. um, for, for those in Israel, eight days for us living outside of Israel. So for these eight days, wherever you are, um, whether you're in Israel or outside Israel, you're going to see some very, very special things that are happening. Um, one of them is the fact that you will see a sukkah, a sukkah, okay. which is a hut, basically. And it's meant to symbolize the huts that the Israelites lived in during their wandering in the desert. So remember that the Israelites traveled from place to place. If you read the Torah, there's, they yeah. camped in this place, then they moved to this place. Well, they couldn't yeah. you know, build houses. They actually had to build just little shelters, little Huts, and that's really what a sukkah is, um, and so it reminds us of our own time of being 
uh, transient beings, you know, in, in the way that we are moving in our own way across our yes. own wilderness. There's a little bit of uh, existentialism for you this morning. So, okay. <laughs> um, so the sukkah, when you see the sukkah, you'll see that it has to have at least three walls. Uh, one oh. can be, you know, an existing wall, like on the side of your house. Uh, or they can all be built up with wood or whatever it is. You can you can make it with uh, canvas or wood or metal. Um, and actually, certainly in Israel, you can buy ready-to-assemble sukkah kits. So it's so you don't have to go to the lumber yard and go to Home Depot and all those things. They have them ready to go for uh-huh. you. And you build them right outside your house, really right outside your house. You can also build them. You'll see them at synagogues. Synagogues will build. Uh, sukkahs uh, so that people can can be in them and here at the Hebrew congregation of St. Thomas we have a beautiful sukkah that we build up on our Lilienfeld house deck that looks over downtown and the water it's really the best sukkah honestly that you can be in so the roof of the sukkah uh, is to be temporary so you need to cover it with loose branches or trees we here at the Hebrew congregation we cover it with palm fronds because oh, that's, yeah. the, that's very easy to get here. Oh, so, yes, yes. That's right. And that's meant to give shade and things like that. But you can yes. imagine, Etienne, what it, what it looks like if you've got a three-walled uh-huh. hut with, uh, with you know, uh, leaves or palm fronds on, on top. It's really a simple little living space. Uh, that's yes. a very temporary, simple uh, living space. Yes. And that's really... Uh, where we are supposed to dwell for that ho- for this holiday. So, uh, what you're so actually supposed to do during Sukkot is actually spend the night out there, sleeping underneath the stars, eating wow. in there, you know, praying in there. And, and the reason why is you really want to get into the mindset of what it was like to be wandering throughout the desert. And luckily here. It's beautiful weather, so if people are going to be out in the sukkah, sleeping out in the sukkah, it's really pretty nice. Uh, other places in the world, it's a little bit, a little bit chilly, uh, yeah. but they have to do it anyway. Um, so that's what they'll be doing, and they'll have the Jews will be having their meals in the sukkah. They'll be sleeping yeah. underneath and looking at the stars. Uh, they'll be decorating the sukkah with uh, symbols of the harvest, you know, vegetables and roots will sometimes hang they hang them from the top of the sukkah so on yes. actually on sunday night we're going to invite our congregants to come and decorate the sukkah to make it oh. their sukkah to make it uh, their yeah. imagery so that they can come and, and hang out and we're actually going to eat that night and we'll talk about remind me at the end if you will uh Etienne, about the upcoming events because there's going to be some really fun sure. stuff happening in the sukkah this week okay now um, let's talk about a little bit of the symbolism besides the sukkah, the sukkah we described, which is the temporary hut. Uh, the, other, the other symbols that you're going to see this week, uh, starting Sunday with Sukkot, is two things, a lulav and an etrog. So a lulav, L-U-L-A-V, uh-huh. and an etrog, E-T-R-O-G. Now, most people have never heard of a lulav but if you ask a Jew, they absolutely know what it is. So a lulav. I, I, I don't know what <laughs> yeah. it is. So tell me. Yes, yeah. Yes, right. Yes. <laughs> don't worry. I'm going to tell you. So okay. a lulav is actually it's a combination 
of certain types of trees. So it's a date oh. palm, a willow, uh-huh. and a myrtle, and it's all woven together with a palm branch. So you get this uh, long, green uh, group of branches together. Yes. Uh-huh. The etrog, the etrog most people have never had, but it's really delicious. It's a, it's a citrus fruit, kind of a, like, a, like a lemon, but a little bit bigger. Um, and it's got a wonderful citrus smell. It, it's definitely in Israel. We have to order our, our etrogs ourselves to get them here. Um, oh, I see. But we, we have that, um, and both of those things also symbolize um, hospitality, harvest, family, these sort of things. And there's mm-hmm. this great ritual that you'll see on Sukkot, and that's called the shaking of the lulav. And if you were to see it, Etienne, if you were to see it without context, you'd think we were just crazy. It's just really, really <laughs> interesting to see it. Yeah. But I'm going to describe it to you. So you, you hold the lulav in your hand and the spine facing you, the myrtle's on the right, the willow's on the left. And that's going to be on your left hand. In your right hand, you hold your etrog. I'm sorry, that's the reverse. Your right hand is the lulav, etrog is in your left hand. And you bring okay. your hands together, so you're holding them both. So you've got the lulav in your right hand and etrog in your left hand. And then there's a special blessing that you say, which is Baruch Ata Aronai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam Asher Kitshanu Mitzvotav V'tivanu Al-Mitilat Lulav Which means, blessed are you, Adonai, our God, sovereign of the universe, who has sanctified us through your mitzvot and ordained us to the taking of the lulav. And uh, when you, you shake, you're supposed to shake that lulav. So you have it in your hands and you shake, you literally shake it to the east, to the south, west, north, up and down. Um, And while you are doing that, you chant the words from uh, a special prayer group called Hallel and you chant the words, Hodu Ladonai Kitov Kile Olam Chasto, which means give thanks to God for God is good. God's loving kindness endures forever. And this, forever, yeah. Uh, this, yeah, so this shaking of the Lulav is all about, um, you know, showing all of where God's kindness is, showing all of where uh, these things are and what they mean. Um, so, again, these are all concepts that come out of symbolism, of, you know, yes. ritual objects, things that will rem- Remind Jews how and, and and what and what to do, so that they know that that's when the the holiday of Sukkot uh, happens. So uh, the the luav and the etrog uh, originated. This it was in biblical times, right? And if you look at Leviticus twenty three forty, there's actually a commandment that says on the first day, and that's the first day of this festival. You'll take the fruit of the goodly tree, that's the etrog, palm branches, myrtle boughs, willows, and rejoice before Adonai. And that's how we know that this ritual of taking the lulav and the etrog has been around for thousands of years. And so when we do it, when we shake the lulav in celebration of Sukkot, we are absolutely extending our traditions and we are keeping going uh, tradition and 
uh, things that have been going for thousands and thousands of years. So it's a really exciting thing. Wow. Interesting. One thing that really impresses me about the Jewish faith, you don't just go to the temple and pray, but you take your prayers and your traditions and your symbolism and you pray in action rather than just words. That's impressive. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, you're right. We, you know, it, it, we, we do extend ourselves uh, outside and, and we, you know, we, we try to surround our holidays with things that are tactile, things that can yes. remind us uh, of all of this. So, um, so for instance, um, you know, you have to shake the lulav in all of these directions. Well, why? Yes. Uh, well, they represent um, all the emotions that you're supposed to uh, feel during mm-hmm. the holidays. So uh, kindness, discipline, harmony, perseverance, submission, connection, and communication. So there are, you know, all of these things that you're supposed to do. Um, But you do them not by just saying them or saying prayers. You do them by action, by shaking. By doing them. Yes. uh, By doing it. And that way you're you're really reminded of what it is. Committed. Now, yeah. yeah. So so Sukkot is, you know, it is is a holiday that you'll see uh, people doing at synagogues, but it is really... A home ritual. You know, you'll see that the sukkah is at home. You'll see people uh, inviting other people into their sukkah, people in needing of shelter. It's a time to uh, extend hospitality to the needy or invite guests to join them for a meal, uh, really, so that it's not just us who can celebrate this holiday, but also to extend it outward to the community, let them know, you know, this is what we're going to be celebrating. But this is a time when you're welcome to come in, come into our, literally into our home um, and uh, eat with us and, and be with us. Uh, so uh-huh. it's really, uh, really beautiful, really beautiful holiday. Well, good. Wow. Like I said, you put your faith into action, not just into words. I think that's fantastic. Right. It is. And it's yeah. great. You see what different kinds of sukkahs yeah. people build and every sukkah that you see has their own little uh, touch of that family or that synagogue, and it's really a, really a lovely, <laughs> yeah. lovely thing to walk around, especially in Israel, to walk around and see, you know, everybody's out there, everybody's doing it. Yes. It's great. It's yes. just an amazing yes. part of of community. Yeah. So now yeah. I was looking at some, I was looking at some pictures, and I see all sorts of different things around what you're just talking about. <clears throat> in some places, super, I guess. Could be around the dining room table to make a three-sided covering or a booth. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them is made out of it looks like it's made out of wood with some branches on top of them. Mm-hmm. Others have the, uh, the, the 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 branch, the olive branch, I guess it is. And then someone looks the yellow. It looks like a lemon. Is that a lemon? So yeah, that's the, that's the etrog. That's the etrog, which is kind oh. of like a lemon. It is kind of like oh, a lemon. I see. Uh, yeah, but it's a, it's a citrus fruit. It, yeah, oh, it's a particular okay. fruit. Yeah, it's a particular okay. fruit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And one of the very cool this. things you'll see if you if uh-huh. you if you look at um, buildings with small balconies, right? People yes. live in, in 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 tall buildings with balconies. They build a little sukkah on that little balcony. So if you, you can if wow. you look up sukkah. On uh, you know on Google Image or something, and you scroll down, you'll see uh-huh. actually like in Israel, 
Um, you know, these, the top of these buildings, you've got you've got wooden frames outside on these uh, balconies. It's really <clears throat> fascinating. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. Now, one other thing, I go to go back a little bit. Go back a little bit. When you mentioned uh, Moses, you know who came to mind first? First of all. Charlton Heston from the movie. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. To me. Yeah. That, that's my Nelson, timeline. So they made, they made, yeah. No, I believe me. I watched it, ATM. But I watched yes. that movie. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, and there there have been lots of movies about that. And what that, you know, what's interesting is that Sukkot, yes. you know, Sukkot takes place directly after all of that happened. You know, so. Oh. so we we only get to see you know the holiday of Passover, yes. Uh, the 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 escape from Egypt, going to Mount Sinai, getting the Ten Commandments. That's a whole story. And then the story of Sukkot begins as the credits roll. You know we don't get to see that. No one's ever done a, a Sukkot movie. I guess it's not as interesting. Oh. But okay. Uh, but uh, yeah. But no, you're right. But that's you know if if you were to keep on going, then they would be wandering in the desert for 40 years. But, yes. you know, we wouldn't yes. want to be able to, to do that mm-hmm. movie. So, well, let me take a minute uh, to talk about some of the things that we're going to be doing sure. here at the Hebrew Congregation of St. Thomas right. for Sukkot. So Sunday night, the 16th, October 16th, is what's called Era of Sukkot. That's the evening of Sukkot. That's what it begins. And at 5 p.m., we welcome everybody to our sukkah, our Lillianfeld house, to come and decorate. We've got some wonderful uh, arts and crafts and things to put together so that you can decorate the sukkah. It's great for kids. And we're going to providing a little bit of pizza dinner so that you don't have to get dinner that night. You can have your first meal of Sukkot in the sukkah okay. and have a little pizza. Um, oh, and then Monday morning, at 10 a.m., and we know people have, you know, people have work, but if they want to come, 10 a.m. is our Sukkot morning service. So every uh, every morning, Jews do pray at dawn. Mm-hmm. This, this uh, and that's called Shacharit. This particular Shacharit service is a very special Sukkot service. So it's at 10 a.m. in the Sukkah. Now, from oh. there on, um, we allow and we ask that our congregants. On Tuesday, the 18th, Wednesday, the 19th, Thursday, the 20th, to sort of reserve or, or book the sukkah and host some potluck dinners, or they can order food and invite their friends to come and eat there. Because not everybody here can build their own sukkah um, for whatever yes. reason. So we want to give them the use of our sukkah so that they can come okay. uh, and use it. Uh-huh. Friday, Friday night, the 21st, that's Shabbat, and we're going to do Shabbat in the sukkah. So it's a beautiful Shabbat service that instead of in our synagogue, we're actually going to put some chairs up in Lillianfeld House on the deck and watch the sunset behind us uh, and do services uh, there at Sukkot uh, for Shabbat. It's going to be really, really nice. And then finally, um, even though Sukkot ends on uh, Monday the 24th, on Saturday the 22nd, this is going to be a really, really fun event. Uh, this is called Cigars in the Sukkah. What? And what we're, what we're going to do is we're going to yeah. put together a nice little area inside the sukkah. We're gonna, we ordered some nice cigars and some lighters and cigar cutters and some ashtrays, and we're going to get some wine and some fruit and cheese plates, and people can come in 
on that Saturday night before they go out to dinner, have a nice cigar with some friends, and hang out in the sukkah. So that's going to be really <laughs> fun. That's going to be really, really fun. That's it. Yeah. Let's back so up that's a what's bit. going on here. Yeah. Sure. You mentioned several times the Lillian Felt House. Could you explain to our, our listeners where or what is the Lillian Felt House? Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, so Lillian Felt House uh, is uh, a building that is uh, just a, across the street from our synagogue. It's a little bit up the street. Very and cool. it, was, uh, it was donated to us by the Lillianfeld family, and it, it has been completely gutted. Now it is more of our social hall, uh, so that if people want to rent it out for bar mitzvah parties, or it's where we have uh-huh. our Shabbat dinners, it's where we're going to have our breakfast dinner tomorrow night as well. Um, but on the deck, it's this beautiful, beautiful deck, uh, yeah. and uh, it's really, really lovely, and that's where we're going to have our, our sukkah built. For Sukkot. I, I remember as a kid passing the house all the time, going up and down that synagogue hill, as we call it. And the Petersons lived there. I never got a chance to visit the house, but now that ah. it's part of the uh, Hebrew congregation's property, I've had a chance to visit it. <laughs> so that's yeah, me. that's Thank true. You. It is yeah. it is a yeah. historic West Indian home, and it's beautiful it on is. the inside, and it is. you know yeah. it's really really lovely, and and it's a great place for us to have a social hall. We're very uh, we're very blessed to have a social yeah. hall like that. Yeah, we're almost running out of time. We have about four and a half yep, minutes left. Yep, we are. That went that okay. went fast, didn't it? It yeah, sure yeah. did. It sure did. Yes. Yeah. Well, any other events going on you would like to bring to our attention? Uh, I certainly would. Um, so, when Sukkot ends, uh, the the holiday that we're going to the celebrating right after is called Simchat Torah, S-I-M-C-H-A-T, Torah, rejoicing in the Torah. And that's going to happen on Monday night, the 24th. And that marks the end of Sukkot and the beginning of Simchat Torah, which is really the end of the high holiday season. And Simchat Torah on Monday night at 630, we're going to take out the Torah. We're going to dance with it. We're going to play music. We're going to sing. Uh, It's really going to be fabulous. And and, Mm. uh, we'll talk more about that on Tuesday the 18th at our next show next week. But uh, this week, I hope that people will have uh, a good fast. Tonight begins the fast of Yom Kippur, um, and and it ends tomorrow night at sundown. I hope that they have a wonderful week and a good Shabbat, a good Shabbos, and that uh, they begin Sukkot on Sunday the 16th. Um, our Jews, I hope that you build a wonderful sukkah, and I, for all of our guests or non-Jews, we hope that you can come and sit in our sukkahs with us and uh, enjoy hospitality and enjoy community. Fantastic. It sounds fantastic already. Wow, wow, wow. Amazing. Listen, let's go back to uh, upcoming dates. I know you're going to be going to Israel. Could you tell the audience a little bit about that? Take it to students? Yes, I'll, I'll be. I have, I'm very, very lucky to be traveling with the local St. Thomas Montessori School to Israel from October 30th to November 7th. And we're going to be in Jerusalem. We're going to be at the Dead Sea. We're going to be at Masada. We're going to be in Petra and Jordan. And when we get back, 
that next week uh, we're going to talk all about it, all about what it meant to wow. live in Israel. I'd lived there for I'd lived there for years, but it, I haven't been back in a long time. My family yes. is going with me; they have never been before. Uh, so wow. my wife and son will be in Israel for the first time, and, and that's going to be just so much fun. Uh, wow. And we'll talk all about the White the Weitzman Institute, which is where the the students will be spending a great deal of their time. There's lots to talk about that. Um, wow. So as we get a little closer to that, we'll be talking all about that for sure. Okay. So on the 1st of November and the 8th of November, we will not have a show because you'll be in Israel. Correct. Okay, Correct. great. Just want the audience to yeah. know that. Right. Okay. Yeah. And before we close out, uh, prayer breakfast? Is that coming up still? Ah, the prayer breakfast? Uh, October 15th. Uh, tickets are still available. Um, Saturday, October 15th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Victor's New Hideout is our Congresswoman Stacy Plaskett's uh, Faith uh, Prayer Brunch, Faith, Family, and Friends, where uh, you can come and, and see your local pastor. Um, and I'm honored to be to get, be getting an award that day for oh. uh, the work I've done in the community. So it's really lovely yes. and very kind that they're doing that, but it's, it's $40 for the ticket. Um, and if people are there, we hope to see them there. Fantastic. Okay. And we just went out of time. So let's go right into the closing prayer then, please. Thank you, ATM. Closing prayer. May nation not take sword up against nation. May they never know war again. ATN, I wish you uh, a wonderful week and thank you. Same to you, sir. Same to you. Thank you very much. Until next week, we'll stay so long for now. Okay.